Welcome to the Divorce Collective Podcast. I'm your host, Carolee Fontanelli, and I am a divorce lawyer and author and have been through divorce myself. I'm here to support you throughout your breakup journey. On this podcast, I will share with you my secrets and legal tips on how you can thrive through your separation in small six-minute increments. Don't do it alone. I have got you. Well, hello and welcome to another episode of the Divorce Collective Podcast. (laughs) I am your host, Carolee Fontanelli, and I'm so glad that you are tuning in. Today, I am going to be talking about what is spousal maintenance? Now, a lot of people get this confused with child support or they call it child maintenance. Spousal maintenance and child um, support are two very different things. Now, spousal maintenance is money that is paid to one spouse by the other spouse. So this happens in circumstances where the receiving spouse is unable to support themselves adequately following separation. In determining whether or not spousal maintenance is appropriate, the courts will consider these factors. So the first one is whether the threshold is met that there is the need for one of the parties to be financially supported by the other. This is done by showing what all of the expenses are, which are the expenses of everyday living and to the lifestyle that you have been accustomed to, and then whether or not they have the ability to make payment for those living costs. So this threshold is usually very easy to meet. The second consideration is whether or not the other party has capacity to support the first party for a period of time. A period of time, not forever, okay? The third consideration is the matter's in Section 75.2 of the Family Law Act. These are things such as the age and state of health of each person, the income, property and financial resources of each of the parties, and the physical and mental capacity of each of them to gain appropriate employment, whether either party has care or control of the children, um, commitments of each of the parties, Um, the responsibilities of each of the parties to support any other person and the duration of the marriage and the extent to which it has affected the earning capacity of the party whose maintenance is under consideration. There are quite a few other considerations. That's just a few of them. Uh, But you can find that in Section 75.2 of the Family Law Act. The fourth consideration is the extent of the support required. So what is adequate in the circumstances and the amount of time maintenance is required to be paid for? What we must remember, however, is that the court is not required to ensure that either party has the same standard of living that they had before separation. It only has to be reasonable in the circumstances. So, for example, it can be really difficult when parties have separated and financially they now have two households to support. So two lots of, say, a mortgage and rent, whatever the case may be. So the court will take all of those things into consideration. Now, the other thing to note is that spousal maintenance is most common 
during the separation period. It does also occur on an ongoing basis after the final settlement, but it's less common. So these are some things to note when it comes to spousal maintenance. Now, if you were considering um, applying for spousal maintenance or you have got a spouse who wants you to pay spousal maintenance, this is an issue that can be quite tricky and it is very important that you get the right legal advice here because it's something that can really end up costing you a lot of money and heartache um, if it's not done correctly. So my advice here is if this is an issue in your separation that you should retain a lawyer and get legal advice for those issues specifically, uh, as well as any other issues that you have, such as a property settlement or parenting matters. So that is all I have for you today when it comes to what is spousal maintenance. I hope that that has helped clear it up for you so that you can move forward with a bit more ease. And I will look forward to bringing you another podcast next week. Bye for now. Thank you for listening to the Divorce Collective podcast brought to you by collectivefamilylaw.com.au. If you got value from this week's episode, I would love it if you would hit subscribe and take a minute to leave a review. You can connect with us on Instagram or Facebook just by searching for Collective Family Law. And remember, until next time, you have got this.